everyone, and welcome to the Asher Marketing Podcast. I'm Anthony Giuliano, and my guest this week is Allison Meyer from Do It Best. Allison, how you doing? Good. How are you? I am doing really well. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for switching it up and doing this on a Thursday instead of a Tuesday. I understand you have another commitment on Tuesdays. I do. It's a big deal, you know. And that is? My daughter's dance class. Aha. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and she's four, so they take it very seriously. I, I can imagine, and I'm sure that's highly entertaining. It It is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably more entertaining than what we're about to do. And you have two kids, a four and a two-year-old? Yes. So how do you, the question that probably everyone asks you, you have a fairly demanding job, two young kids, other stuff to do. How do you balance all that? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ladies and gentlemen, it's the first honest answer I've ever heard to that question. Yeah, no, I have a very involved husband who is really a team player and he takes half of it and we just figure it out day by day and make it work. Okay. Um, I think part of our strategy is just sticking man to man. Yeah. And not being outnumbered by yeah. the inmates. Yeah. So <laughs> my my sister, and obviously her kids are are much older now, but she had three. She said two is more than twice the work of one and three is impossible. Yeah, we're not even gonna attempt three. Okay. So well, good. we're not well, gonna attempt fate. We'll just stick with the two that we've got and all right. Well and kudos to your husband <laughs> for being very involved. That's the way it should be. I can say that now that my son is 22, but good for him. (laughs) That's the way it should be. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, As you know, on this podcast, we talk about career path. We talk about your organization. We talk about the stuff you as a marketer are working on. And let's start with the career path piece. We were discussing before we hit record that you hail all the way from Northwest Ohio. (laughs) So tell me about when you started thinking of careers. When did you think, hey, here's something I might want to do. And did you stay on that path or did you divert from that path? And how did you get to where you are today? Great question. So really early on, um, I had a dad in business and my mom was a nurse and I saw what she was doing and I said, I want to do that mm. and figured out very quickly that I don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, what was I'm, the deal breaker on nursing? All of it. Everything, the hours, <laughs> blood. The blood, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So there was a very early diversion okay. from you know, you see what your parents do and think, yeah. that's what I'm going to do mm-hmm. too. And then I found out very quickly, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Um, and really was trying to figure out what is it that I want to do. So declared my major at IPFW at, IPFW at the time, mm-hmm. BFW, yep. um, in marketing. And there was a brief period in college where I thought, I don't want to do marketing. I want to do graphic design. Okay. Um, probably when I was taking calculus, that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> um, want to do anything but this. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was a semester where I started taking graphic design classes, and then I figured out, this isn't for me either, yeah. and I need to stick with the marketing aspect. Yeah. Um, and the cool thing about marketing is you get to think through some of that creative, mm-hmm. think through the strategy behind yeah. it. That's the part that I really loved. Yeah. But I don't have to do it. Mm -hmm. I have an awesome team or I work with someone who that is their passion and that's what they're really good at. Yeah, and and I had a similar experience. I started out with graphic design as one of my responsibilities. And now it's great because my my ideas haven't gotten any better. But the graphic design, because of the people I work with, has gotten exponentially better because I don't do it. Someone else does who's (laughs) way better at it. So, yeah. Um, So you go to then IPFW and are you a marketing major? Yes. Okay. All right. So you finish school and then where do you go from there? Well, even actually before that, um, I was probably a – it was fall semester of my senior year. 
um, played volleyball in college, so mm-hmm. there wasn't a ton of time between studies and yeah. athletics. Um, but I, I started thinking, well, crud. I've never actually had a real job in my entire <laughs> yeah. life. When I graduate, who in the heck is going to want to hire yeah. me? Yeah. Um, so I did the smart thing and got a job at the clothing company in the mall. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, which taught me a lot about customer service and all that, but had no real correlation to yeah, sure. my studies. And really, I just wanted it for the discount. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but gave me some job experience and yeah. that I can stick with something for more than a year. Yeah. Um, so from there, I actually started thinking about, um, well, no one— no one's really going to want that experience and mm-hmm. sought some counseling just from the career services, yep. found an internship for a, um, I think it was like a content writer, something mm-hmm. like that, um, where I had a professional writing minor. So okay. along with my marketing degree, yeah. professional writing minor, um, and took it to the career services. I found it on the website or something, and they said, okay, well, this looks like a great fit. Talk to me mm-hmm. as to, you know, what appeals to you about yep. this. And they said, well, let's just go through a mock interview. Since you actually have an interview next week, I said, that's great. And they started reviewing the um, the listing and said, do you realize this is from 2000? I don't know. It was like several years old <laughs> that I finally got to page seven or something where they just forgot about it. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> um, but actually, they were still looking to hire. Oh, wow. Was this JH or was this? This was JH. Okay. Um, All right. So my initial email and application was, they were like, oh, we didn't realize this was even still up. The career services department, you know, huh. just kind of forgot about it and yeah. never took it down after the original wow. internship was filled. Oh, wow. Um, so got to talk with John and ended yeah. up having working through my senior year um, at JH Specialty okay. as a copywriting intern. All right. Okay. And you were there altogether for about a year? Um, actually, so throughout school, yep, for about a year. Yeah. Um, and then was hired full-time after that as a project manager. Okay. All right. Um, so still kept up with the copywriting responsibilities, but yeah. also added some project management just through marketing projects, website design, um, promotional products. Yeah. Um, and then from there, spent several years doing that, and then um, several years also as an account manager. Okay. All right. So. And and JH is an interesting business because they have the, the marketing strategy side, but they also have a promotion mm-hmm. product side yeah. of the business, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So – from there, you went to Britain, correct? Yes. And how long so, were you there? Um, I was at Britain for about three and a half years. Okay. At JH Specialty, we worked with a ton of clients from yeah. B2B to B2C. And really, that's where I found like, hey, I kind of really like the B2C mm-hmm. aspect yeah. of it. And that's more intriguing yeah. um, to me. And then an opportunity came up at Britain, mm-hmm. and I couldn't turn that down um, just with the clients they work with. Sure. All, mostly everything that they do is B2C. Yeah. Um, and it was— very enticing to get to know some of that world too. Yeah. So I th- I think the interesting thing about that career path is it was kind of backwards from what people typically do, yeah. right? Um, JH had this web design background. Britain is more traditional yeah. marketing. Yeah. Um, so I went from the web design to traditional, yeah. which <laughs> yeah. I feel like normally it's the other way. But. Yeah. Well, and, and starting in an agency and then going client side, often it's the reverse. It was for me. I had never worked in an agency until – I started at Asher, and some days it shows that I had never worked in an agency before. But um, to start at an agency, it gives you kind of a broad perspective on on the marketing world, I would assume. Yeah. We did a lot throughout both of those career. Um, I'm going to say careers. Um, but we did a lot of projects for different industries and just learning about business as a whole and why does that make sense and answering, yeah. asking questions. Yeah. And um, whether it was B2B for the mechanic shop or B2C for, you know, 
a paint company or yeah. um, a children's clothing company. Yeah. It really gave you me a better full spectrum of the business world as a whole. Yeah. Um, and really got me wanting a little bit more. So I feel okay. like as an agency, you get a little bit and yeah. a lot, yeah. but I wanted to have something and to own yeah. it and to really build it. Um, which yeah, it is, is one of the trade-offs. You get a lot of experience. You get a little depth in a lot of different things, whereas, you know, when I worked at Parkview or other places, it is very deep but not very broad. And it's just really preference on what you prefer. So you go from Britain to where you are now, correct? Correct. And how'd that happen? How did you decide to make the switch to do it best? Um, really, I wanted to own something. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be all in on yeah. a thing as opposed to just kind of being pulled in as needed. I wanted yeah. to figure out the whole project and really grab my wrap my hands around the whole thing. Yeah. Um, and the cool part about do it best is I really get to do all of it mm-hmm. from both JH and Britain, all the yeah. things that I love the most, I get to do everything. So the cool thing with Do It Best is our members are kind of that B2B relationship mm-hmm. a little bit, yeah. kind of B2C as well. But then you have this whole consumer marketing department where that is direct to consumer. Yep. And now with e-commerce, um, so while I'm not actively involved in those parts, we still get pulled in from the communications aspect from yep. time to time. And I feel there's days where I feel like I've totally come full circle because communications really works with all departments, all divisions within the company where we are kind of that inside agency when we communicate with graphics and produce the piece, Um, which is really cool because you get a full view of what the business is doing. Yeah, and it's a big enough company that there's a lot to do and a lot of different resources available internally. Yes, there's a lot going on. Yeah, (laughs) so um, most people are probably familiar with the name Do It Best, but Randy and I talked about this, Randy Rusk, when he was on the podcast, that there is some confusion because people, when they hear the name, they think of the retail stores. And I think most people know there's a corporate entity, but I don't know that people understand the scope and the size of it. So tell us a little bit from your perspective, how do you describe the corporate entity entity when people ask. Yeah. Um, it's funny that you mentioned that because when I first changed jobs, I think it was the woman cutting my hair was like, oh, what are you what are you doing now? And I said, I work at Do It Best. She's like, oh, like at the cash register? And yeah. I was like, oh, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole nother building. Yeah. yeah. Um, so my hope is, you know, over the last couple of years, the goal is even moving forward that that changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's exciting because that's something we have a part of. Yeah. Um, and now I just got totally distracted from your question. <laughs> we were talking about how do you describe do it best when people ask and and how do you bridge that gap between the yeah. knowledge, hey, this is a retail entity, but it's also a corporate entity. Yep. Um, and it's really interesting because as a co-op, people do not understand what that means. Yeah. Um, yeah. So explain for us what, yeah. is, what does co-op mean? <laughs> I will yeah. do my best. Um, but we support and help entrepreneurs across the country and around the world mm-hmm. grow their business and support their communities, yeah. um, which is something really cool. And there's something heartfelt mm-hmm. about that. Yeah. Um, you know, our philosophy of serving others as we would like to be served, mm-hmm. that is true. And that's something that we do daily. Yeah. And it really seemed to get hammered home, if I can use that pun, <laughs> um, during the pandemic because how important the stores were to their communities at a time when people, when it was, you know, people with needs and with a way to distract themselves from everything that was going on in the world. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's something that we do internally is we don't always do what's easiest for us. Mm-hmm. We do what's best for our members. Yeah. Um, which is not always the case, right? Yeah. Because if it's it's more efficient to do it this way. But sure. that doesn't necessarily mean that it's 
the right answer. Yeah. So, and and we're talking about thousands of members worldwide. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's how many billion dollars in, in sales? Yeah. Just this last year, um, it was over five billion. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. I remember years ago when I was working with Do It Best, it was a big deal when it hit three billion. So yeah. five billion is pretty great. So, and how is your team function? Tell us a little bit about the people you work with. What's your role, and who is working alongside you? Okay. Um, so you mentioned, did you mention Randy during the podcast or was that before? Uh, both. Okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Randy is We'll stop team. talking about Randy. We're going to stop <laughs> talking about you now. You will get no more mentions in this podcast. Um, he, as our communications director, he really does a lot of the media relations, the yep. public relations side of that. Um, a lot of the large presentations and things at our, we have two annual trade shows called mm-hmm. The Market. So oh, producing all of those. Um, I, as the communications manager, put together strategic communications to all audiences. So members, vendors, staff, um, team members, either in the building or working in the field um, all across the nation and internationally. But really getting, making sure that the right audiences get the right message about our programs, services, events, yep. um, anything going on within the company. Um, I then work closely with our uh, communication specialist mm-hmm. who handles some of our internal publications, um, social media, mm-hmm. our video production team, yep. um, coordinating all of that, and as well as our digital communications specialist. So yeah. he really manages all of the web interactions, our member portal, our team portals, um, even do it best online. So there, we have our hands in a lot yeah. of things in, at any given time. Yeah, for sure. So tell me some of the things that you're working on that are at the top of your to-do list, whether they're big projects that are maybe exciting or keeping you up at night or, or a combination of things or things that are just taking up the majority of your time? What are what are the big rocks you're trying to move? Yeah. So one exciting thing that you've probably heard of um, is Electric Works. Mm-hmm. So part of our job is to make sure our internal team is ready for that move. Yeah. And that so, is slated to happen when? In the fall. Okay. This fall. So for those who don't know, there's a development. It is a commercial, residential, retail development called Electric Works, which is a redevelopment of what used to be the GE campus in Fort Wayne, which is huge in terms of square footage. And that's going to be the new headquarters for Do It Best, correct? Correct. So you're going to be moving in the fall. And how is that, to your knowledge, how is that going to happen? Is it going to be department by department? Is it going to be all at once? What's the plan? Well, that's a great question yeah. um, and something that I know our executive team is planning out right now as yeah. far as when that happens and who goes first and sure. all of that. Sure. Um, but our job is really to get our t- internal team ready for that move. Okay. So from even a, well, what does that mean for where am I going to sit? What yeah. am I going to do with my things? How are my things going to get there? Yeah. Um, and just build overall excitement, which yeah. is fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially when we're talking about a new construction and what oh, it's going to sure. look like. And um, and you've been on the tours that where you got a preview of yes. the space. Yeah, what was that like? Yep. At first, I mean, it's very cool. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Um, but when you're looking at something that they are literally tearing down yeah. to then build up, you're like, we're going to do this when? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Even but, now, I'm sure if you look at it, it's like, who's going to be ready? Yeah. yeah. Well, we actually have a staff tour scheduled for the end of the month, which okay. is really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, more than half of our staff have signed up to come out for that oh. on a Saturday morning. Oh, that's great. So yeah. I think the the excitement is starting sure. to build. Um, our building is in the process of being finished. So all the windows are in, mm-hmm. There's they're painting, there's yeah. carpet installed on one of the floors. Um, so it's starting to look like 
a space instead nice. of a construction nice. zone. So when you move in, and, and if you if if you don't know the answer to these questions, you are not responsible for electric works. But do you know what else will be ready and and done in terms of construction at the site when you move in? Uh, so Fort Wayne City Schools will be on campus. Mm-hmm. Um, they actually are slated to start in August at the beginning of the school year. Oh, wow. Um, okay. So soon. Yeah. Um, and then they're also building out – I know we just saw over the past couple of weeks they released a new um, – list of tenants for the Union Street Market. Yeah, like so 25 vendors. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so lots yep. of good stuff to eat right yep. there. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know any more of those details other than what they've yeah. released to everyone. Yeah, well, um, that's enough. That's super cool. Yeah, yeah it's exciting. And just yeah. to see the the energy and the interest um, yeah. in that area and to be able to walk out of our building and just walk down, you know, a one building and be able to grab lunch and bring it back yeah. or— um, even just have other companies in that area is super exciting. Yeah. Well, and you're, you're I don't want to say isolated, but where your building is now, it's, it's a little different. It's a great facility, but it's set apart from a lot of retail and restaurants and all that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So, so you're working on that. What else is on your list? So the other thing that we launched within the last year um, is what we're calling our member feedback initiative. Uh-huh. Um, so we are working with a third party, but to survey our members um, and consistently get member feedback quarterly, Mm -hmm. then, and that helps drive where we're going from a strategic standpoint. Um, So communications is in the leader of that project um, and getting those out, also boiling down the data, trying to figure out what that means. Um, So we're really able to now quantify some of that qualitative data, some of those conversations, which is really exciting. Yeah. So what's your methodology for that in terms of how are you reaching members? Because I know you have some folks, the majority of your your members from from what I know, and you know a lot more than I do about most things, including that, but many of them are very technologically savvy, but you have some old school members. How are you making sure that it's representative of those different facets of the membership? Yeah. Um, For this one, we are just going through email. And what we've done is work with the territory sales managers Mm -hmm. who are actually in the business. Got it. Working with the member owners. They're not necessarily in the business, their business, but um, working with our member owners to just build their, grow their business. Um, So we've reached out to them to curate a list of who should that contact be. If it's Mm -hmm. not the member owner, who is the right person to get it? Um, So who is, you know, managing the store, making those decisions? Yeah. and reaching out via email that way. When do you expect you'll have the first data set in? Do you know? We actually launched last July. Oh, okay. Um, so we've done several now with the same set of questions. Got so we, it. We're now starting to see some trends. Oh, that's great. So this will be our third where we're able to see, okay, yep, that is still trending up. Where yeah. what happened in the last three months for that that to yeah. shift a little bit? Well, and, and that's great because so much of the stuff we do in our world is subjective, um, and it's nice to be able to say, hey, this isn't me saying this should be a focus. This is the people we serve saying this is a priority. Right. Yeah. And it's not just the loudest person saying yeah. it should be a priority. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So those are big projects. Anything else that's big on your plate or on your mind? Um, those are probably the two most important um you know, we're doing a lot of investment into infrastructure and mm-hmm. making it easier for our members to do business with us, just yeah. moving the business forward. Um, so there's always going to be some of those major initiatives. But um, at the moment, those are 
Yeah. And that's enough. Those are the top two. <laughs> that's, that's plenty. Yeah. So let's shift to what I call the speed round of the show where we ask a few shorter questions with maybe shorter answers. They don't have to be shorter answers. But you have built a really strong career and have have worked in a couple different industries. You've done it while also raising two young kids. What have you learned in that? What's your best career advice? If you were talking to someone who was just getting started in their career, what would you say to them is important when it comes to being satisfied and fulfilled in your work? Yeah. My biggest thing, um, and I heard this early in my career when I was at JH Specialty as an account and project manager, a project manager and an account manager. There we go. Um, they invested in sales training. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm not in direct sales right now, I have taken a lot of what I've learned in that yeah. into the role that I currently have. Okay. Right? Because as humans, we all want to know what's in it for me. Mm-hmm. So even in the messaging that we're putting forward, even in um, the emails, the communication pieces, as we roll out the yeah. plans, people typically tend to say, well, here's what it's going to do for us. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, our members don't really care what it's going to do for us. Correct. I, yeah. If I'm in the store, I want to know what value is this going to bring to me? Yeah. Um, so that has helped a lot. But where I was going with that um, was get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Okay. And that's something that in the last even month to two months, mm-hmm. um, as I've trans- transitioned from senior communications specialist to communications manager and mm-hmm. ha- now have several team members reporting to me. Yeah. It's going to be uncomfortable for yeah, a little bit, for right? For sure. So and, these are people who used to be your peers. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And there's just there's yeah. a little bit of uncomfortability when you try to work through and that yeah. means we're growing. Yeah. Um so that's one thing that instead of pulling back, mm-hmm. just to jump yeah. in with both feet. So so I'm gonna throw another question at you. Um, because somebody somebody asked me this question recently. I didn't have a good answer. So I'm gonna take your answer and steal it and claim that it was mine all along. Perfect. But when it comes to that switch from, hey, you're my peer, we are, you know, on the same level on the org chart, now I'm your boss. What have you learned about that that is helping you make that switch? How do you do that well? You know, I'm 45 days in, so I don't know. <laughs> All right. We will report uh, back. We'll have you back on the podcast six months from perfect. now, and we will focus on just that question. Yeah. yeah. But um, one thing that we've asked of each other is grace. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. radical candor and mm-hmm. grace. Yeah. Of, you know, we're we're all trying to figure this out right now. Yeah. At the same time, I need you to be candid with me on yeah. what you need, yeah. and I'm going to be candid with you on what I need. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've— Committed, you know, for the first 30, 60, 90 days, whatever that looks yeah. like, of we're going to have open communication. We're probably going to meet more often mm-hmm. um, and just extend each other grace of, yeah. as we figure this out. And we'll get it. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. No, I think that's great. I mean, that's that's a really good answer for only doing it 45 days. <laughs> well, and, 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 you know, I think a lot of it is acknowledging that it's going to be weird and it's going to be hard and, and talking about why it is and how you navigate that. Just being open about it and not pretending that it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. And some of, you know, my the team that we're on and those that now report to me, I eat lunch with every day. Mm-hmm. So at the same point, acknowledging of, they might need a break from me. Yeah. <laughs> as fun as I think I am. <laughs> yeah. They might just need a break. Yeah, for sure. Um, so putting different things on my schedule and just running an errand or connecting yeah. with different people yeah. um, in an organization has been intentional just to give them some time yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, another thing that when I was having this conversation is I, I told the person I was talking to, I said, one of the things I've learned as I've gotten older is sometimes the best thing you can do is get out of the way and let people 
resolve their own issues. They don't always need you to intervene, and the solutions are sometimes better that they come up with. So it's it's very humbling to say, oh, it's better when I'm not around, but sometimes it is. Yeah. Yes. All right, so let's talk about do it best. What is a misconception you want to clear up? What's something that's underappreciated that you want people to know? Something about do it best, do it best, I almost said corp, but now it's do it best, that you want people to know about? It's cool. Okay. Um, I, th- <laughs> I mean, I don't know that much about hardware, to be yeah. honest, yeah. <laughs> nor lumber or building materials. Yeah. Um, but it's cool in the sense that it really fills my cup mm-hmm. because I'm contributing to something bigger yeah. than just myself. Yeah. Um, you're impacting people's lives. Mm-hmm. You're impacting their community. Yeah. So, and you, it's easy to forget that, especially when you stay kind of in your cube walls and just think about what's happening in the building. Sure. But as soon as we're able to get out and talk to members at the markets, to connect with members as they come to Fort Wayne for different learning events, um, it's a great reminder that you're really impacting people's lives. We just held um, LBM school. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It might have been closer to two months ago now. Yeah. Um, But I was able to sit down and over dinner, connect with a member who recently is just new to the industry in the last two years, has bought a location, mm-hmm. and just talk about, learn about him, yeah. his plan, his business, and how he plans to grow in the future, which is just really cool. They're a smaller college town, and yeah. a lot of their employees have been with the company for 20-plus years. Yeah. Um, and not only are you touching his life, you're touching all of the lives of those that work in the store and just the shop in the stores in their community, which is, it's bigger than just hammers and sticks, right? Yeah. And some of your members do stuff that you wouldn't expect, like beer making supplies and pet stuff. I'm always amazed to learn like what a retailer will do to be innovative and to compete. And it's not always, most of it is hardware stuff and lumber stuff, but sometimes it's very different. Yeah. It's about the experience too, right? For sure. So even as a consumer, why do we shop you know, it's either about convenience, the experience, or it's about something more because we yeah. can go anywhere these days That's and right. get the it's, same product. It's not just a need. It's I want to use my discretionary time well. I could do anything with it. I'm going to go shop, and that's going to be fun. So, yes. Yeah. And the, the cool part about the communications department is we get to help tell those stories. Yeah. And they're all very unique for each member location across the country and around the world. Yeah. Well, that's great. Okay. One more. And – Make believe that you're telling me this for the first time because we talked about it before we hit record. But (laughs) when it comes to tips and tricks and tools, what's one thing that you think other marketers would benefit from knowing about? Or maybe two things that you think people would benefit from knowing about? Yeah. So I have actually stolen this first one um, from a previous coworker, but serve it up on a platter. Okay. And that comes – there's several meanings, right? But if I'm trying to work with you and get an answer, make it as easy as possible to give me that answer. Mm-hmm. Um, so lay out, here are the choices, A or B. Um, make it as easy as possible to get what you need. Yeah. So I remind myself of that daily when, hey, this was easier for me just to hit forward and send it on. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I'm making them do more work. Yeah. Um, the recipient of that do more work, which... Well, and you might be even creating more work for yourself because maybe you have to explain it again run, or do right. it over, Yeah. Yep. Um, The other thing is what I call professionally persistent. Mm -hmm. Um, So just this week had to track down somebody to get their review of something before we wrote. uh, Well, before we published it, Uh, they were actually quoted in the article as well. So we wanted to make sure that, yes, we quoted you correctly and this is what you meant. (laughs) Um, 
minor details. Yeah. <laughs> but to track them down, send the email, you know, follow up, but then, hey, what can I do to make this easier for you? Because mm-hmm. serve it up on a platter. Yeah. Um, I need I need this information from you before you leave today. So yeah. do we need to sit down together? What does yeah. that look like? Um, and he actually made a joke of, thank you for hunting me down throughout the day. Yeah. And I said, I like to call it professionally persistent. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's one thing of following up because and trying to make it easier for mm-hmm. the person to get what you need done. Yeah, yeah. And and to that point, I think with as busy as people are, if you're respectful about it, they don't mind a reminder. I mean, I always tell people, I'm only in as much of a rush as you are, but exactly. we said this was a priority. It's still a priority. If not, there's other things we can do. Yeah. So. If something else is occupying your time, let me know and I will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would be happy to take it off my plate. Yes. Yes. Yep. yes. Um, well, Allison, thank you so much. It's been fun learning a little bit more about you and your work at Do It Best. We appreciate you taking the time to be with us. And go forward and enjoy those dance recitals or practices or whatever yes, they are next you. week. Thanks. And thanks to everyone who took the time to listen to this episode of the Asher Marketing Podcast. We'll be back next week with another great guest, and we hope you'll join us then.